All right, here we are, Two Dudes and Killer Tunes, Episode 4. Neil, how are we doing over there? Wonderful, thanks. Cap, Happy how Cinco you doing? de Mayo. Let's yeah, say you got yourself a little margarita. Yeah, margarita. Thanks to our Thanks our to guest our <laughs> guest for Episode 4, Ryan Maxey. How are we doing, Ryan? I'm doing fantastic. Great well, to be here. It's awesome to have you here. Thanks. Uh, here in the basement um, for Episode 4. Uh, so, one... Um, just awesome that we're able to reconnect, yeah. first of all. so 30 plus years. <laughs> absolutely. So me and Neil were talking. The whole point of this podcast that we talked, you know, six weeks ago, got it off the ground, was to kind of just, one, talk about live music, but also reconnect with old friends. So me and you used to play soccer. Yeah. When we were kids. That's right. That's right. And, state uh, champs. State <laughs> champs. You're 16. <laughs> that's right. Michigan Wolves. Um, so all those we're, players out there, we well, were like the first ones that kicked <clears throat> ass. Were you guys the Michigan Wolves or the Livonia Actually, Wolves? we were the Livonia. We were Livonia. So Livonia old school for the, yeah. any yeah. of these soccer fans yeah, out there. That's the right. Audience. The LIV. And then actually, Neil, you were connected to Ryan kind of in a different way. Yeah. Well, well same but different. Yeah. Ryan and I played soccer at Brighton High School. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were we were a good team too, but not not state champs. No, but you guys were close, <laughs> very close. Lost to De La Salle that one year. Yeah, FU pilots. <laughs> so that's funny because um, you know when we were first talking about this, and I remember talking to my wife about people I wanted to have on, and I said, well. Without a doubt, I wanted to have Ryan Maxey on the show. Because we used to be really close, actually, yeah, back yeah. when we played. Lots of sleepovers. Yeah, lots of sleepovers. <laughs> Camp in the grade. Um, I remember my brother Paul, right, driving us around in his Mustang. Paul and his 5-0. In my memory, it was a 5-0. It was, wasn't that cool of a Mustang, but damn, he was an older brother with a car. And he... <laughs> yeah, it was actually a candy apple red. <laughs> That's right. Five speed, but it was an LX. We can't give them the 5.0. It was an LX, but no. Uh, we used to cruise around and, I mean, play music. Paul would try to get to 100 before we got to the exit there off of 96 in Newburgh. And, uh, and damn it, he was going to make it. Probably coming from Schoolcraft, right? That's from right. practices or something, right? Um, so, uh, but part of the reason I wanted to have you on was because you were the person I went to with my very second concert ever that's, that's right and it was it was black crows and zz top correct and it was early on black crows were opening for zz top yeah, but so we were like first album we were going because black crows and the yeah. two people we were going with was for zz top yeah. who did we go with my dad and biker bob and then some other random dude <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I just all I remember is like, hey, do you want to go to this concert? I'm like, yeah, who's gonna go? You know, because of course I got to ask my parents, right? And uh, they're like, well, who's gonna take you? I go, well, Mike, Maxie, you know, Ryan's dad and his buddy, Biker Bob. <laughs> they're like, what? <laughs> and to this they day, knew I, they knew your dad, so they're good with yeah. that. And to this day, I don't know Biker Bob's last name. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and he looked exactly like he's described. It was Sons of Anarchy, beard and a ponytail and long hair and one big snaggle tooth up front. <laughs> well, that's and, uh, I remember your description of me was uh, he's kind of missing some teeth up front, but he's a really nice guy. And he was. Yeah, uh, it was it was a super cool show. It was at the Palace. I remember. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> what I do remember though was like like I said that was like Black Crows were just kind of starting out, right? And Chris Robinson actually kind of struggled, if you remember, with his it's lyrics. A big stadium, a big stadium. He couldn't kind of keep up with the music with some of the lyrics, but we didn't care. We, yeah, we were just we were happy rocking, to see him. loving it. And, uh, and the Black Crows, you know, uh, took us the their big song, Jelsican. Clearwater, Florida. We'd go to the tournament down there, and they that song. We my, my dad would take us to uh, Hooters, you know, and we go cross the causeway, jamming the Black Crows, you know, thinking we were so cool. And Hooters was just new, and we're fifteen year old boys, just thinking that was the, <laughs> the best thing most ever. best thing ever. And that was you know about that show, like, but I remember ZZ Top, you know. Yeah. So I mean, Legs and Sharp Dressed Man. And, I mean, three-piece band, which was, I mean, there's not too many three-piece bands that can jam like that. Yeah. And uh, they were super good. That was one of those concerts where, you know, the opener and the headliner were super sweet. And the one thing I'll always say about the ZZ Top, two guys that look exactly alike with the big beards, the drummer, what was his last name? Uh, I don't know his last name. His last name was Beard. Beard. Always killed me. And you know, ZZ Top. As I got older, I appreciated how good ZZ Top was. Yes. Yeah. You know, I've seen a, a documentary or something on. There's a good documentary. Yeah, and I'm like, holy crap, they are really, really good musicians. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and one of the the bass players. I forget his name. I think it's Dusty Hill. Dusty right? Hill. Yeah. yeah, he actually passed. Yep, yep. But ZZ Top is actually touring <laughs> this right. summer. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, with the original, you know, uh, original two. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so they are coming. Not that I will probably check them out because I got some other things we'll talk about yeah. later that we're probably going <laughs> to check out. Um, the other thing I remember, Ryan, and obviously a lot of our memories are 30 years ago. I know. <laughs> It's been a while. <laughs> and we, you remember we went to the Indiana University soccer oh, camp, yeah. and we actually were roommates. That's right. A lot of fun, you know. You're you're away from everyone for like a week. We're playing soccer, which we loved. And at that time, we were like the biggest Aerosmith fans. You loved Aerosmith. I loved. Love it. Well, that was my first concert, <laughs> right? And uh, all I remember was we would play Dream On almost like on a consistent <laughs> loop. I should That's say, not... I say we, but okay, it was, it was me. I'll admit it. But we would play it on like a constant loop, Dream On. And I just remember like guys down the hall like, can you play another song? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and the only other song that I remember wasn't a song, but it was the Jerky Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody brought the Jerky Boys. Yeah. So it was either Aerosmith or it was the Jerky Boys, and that was it. You know, and I was thinking about teams today, and um, you know, every kid has music on their phone, and everybody has really, really nice headphones, which is which is really enjoyable to listen to music. But the communal bond a team had, traveling on their bus or at a camp, and you had to, you were like one guy had a, a boombox, and uh -huh. you played somebody's tape, and somebody convinced the other guy, well, no, I want this band, and and, and the team listen to one music so and i wonder how teams are today because you just see kids with their headphones themselves and listen to their own music which is great but do they have that i mean i remember pearl jam launched when we were in high school mm -hmm. and somebody had the pearl jam cd and then we had a boom box and then that was what we listened to on the bus and mm -hmm. that was a communal experience that the whole team had i don't know if kids have that is anymore no and that's a good point because that's almost how you end up going to concerts as it's a communal thing right yeah and the one I remember, Neil, was a road trip, 
and uh, we were listening. You know, of course, it was always CDs. You right. pop in a CD, and it was like, okay, you listen to it to the beginning and the end. That's right. And then you pick the next one. And your sister threw, said, hey, I got this awesome CD. It was John Mayer. Uh-huh. Oh. And that was about the only time we didn't listen to the whole CD. John Mayer. That's not quite a pump-up. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like a, hey, let's go out and yes, wine and dine you. Right. Yeah. We might sleep together. <laughs> <laughs> But that's funny because now John Mayer is like travels with the Grateful Dead guys, yeah. Dead and Company, and he's like the new mm-hmm. Jerry, on amazing that. musician. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. And this was like, yeah, right when he first came out, and it was like Body is a Wonderland. Yeah, the girls loved him, but yeah. it wasn't quite a team uh, bus trip music. No, <laughs> no, not at all. Which reminds me of a you told me you actually saw Grateful Dead. I did. With yeah. Jerry, though. With Jerry. Yeah. How was so that? It was either the year or two <clears throat> before uh, Jerry passed, and we saw him at the Palace. And uh, we went there with four soccer teammates, and uh, uh, we were still pretty young. And uh, so what I remember, and this is all pre-9-11, but at the, the dead shows, because of a lot of contraband going into the show, <laughs> there was still a... Uh, a, a ton of security and so to get through and into the show you still had to get funneled through a line so the four of us uh had the full experience in the parking lot and 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 one of the the, the guys in the group might, may have you know uh, met somebody and, and and we don't we're not sure what what happened or what he took or what what uh, what happened but we're in that line to get in and they funnel you in and it's a little claustrophobic and he couldn't quite handle it you know maybe had, maybe something was happening so he bailed and then three of us are like, no, we got to take it. We're not like, you know, and there's one guy with the car keys. He's next to me. So I'm like, well, I'm staying with you. And Absolutely. We're not worried about him. Right. So he leaves. We go into the Grateful Dead. And we're not even huge Dead fans, but it was an experience. When you see him live, the music is awesome. Like, you, you can totally understand the following that they have once you see them live. So if you weren't a Dead fan, um, I would just say go to a show and then you understand the experience is, is amazing. And there, there was unique things that happened and I don't know all their songs and I don't know, you know, everybody's, uh, uh, you know, can really get into their music. But I remember this, I'm going into the, uh, the bathroom and it's packed, it was sold out. So I'm in the palace, walk into the bathroom and, you know, the men's urinal, you're lined in, and it's disgusting and dirty, and you're just, you know, trying to take your turn. And there was a woman in the men's bathroom, and she was in a, in a hippie dress. She's barefoot, which was disgusting. And she's sitting on top of the sink, and she's washing her feet in the men's oh. sink in the urinal at the palace. And I'm like, only at the Grateful Dead. Absolutely. <laughs> she probably had hairy armpits too. Right? <laughs> I'm sure she did. You know, but I'm like, this is crazy. And then our, our friend that we lost, um, when we came back uh, to the car, it had rained, and we found him, and he was with somebody, and they were laying underneath the car. <laughs> and uh, we said, are you ready to go home? He's like, yeah, where you been? We're like, in the show. <laughs> yeah. Remember we were here for a concert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he never made it in. <laughs> Which is so funny because we brought that up, I think, last episode where, like, zero technology. Like, back when we used to go zero to the shows, you know. And 
you probably said when you were going in, okay, we're parked in B4 or whatever, <laughs> right. right? And that's all he remembered. So he's like, I'm going to find the car and I'm going to sit here and they're going to, they have to come here eventually. You know, and you just sit there and you wait. <laughs> you, you do, you wait. There's a lot of waiting going on when you were younger. Uh, and like, if you wanted to meet someone way ahead, you know, at the show, like you had to call them on their house phone, like the landline. Hey, we're meet that's you right. here you've been to pine knob before right we'll meet at the railing that's right you know and you sit there until you finally meet that person and then it's like you get to a certain point and if they don't show up by then you're like i guess, I guess we just yeah i guess he didn't make it well the, the band's on we're like you know we're going where we want to go now right it's amazing how you actually coordinated meeting because uh-huh. you did that you just you like we'll meet here all right and then you waited absolutely so the one thing that I always like to ask the guests, too, is, like, for you, what is it about, I mean, obviously, music's just a connector of everyone, mm-hmm. right? It's something that gets you in, uh, it gets you in a mood, out of a mood, whatever, but what is it about the live show for you that, you know, you've been to a ton of shows, what keeps you going back? Yeah, it you, because you feel it. Like, you've, it's, a, it's a physical feeling. And I remember just in college and uh, having a musical appreciation class and then having to watch classical music. And then you go live because you're forced for your class, and you're like, oh, my God, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I don't listen to classical musical today, but in that experience, you're like, oh, you can feel it, and it's a, an experience, a physical mm-hmm. experience, and it's, uh, it's incredible. And so uh, live shows are, uh, uh, you know, I like a lot of different music, and that, that those, those, it's, a, it's a new feeling each time that I uh, really enjoy. Absolutely. So off the, not off the cuff here, yeah. but quick question. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite band? Yeah, don't don't even have one. So right, uh, I, yeah, I, I, but it, do you, but maybe even like a favorite show you've been to, or like who like live band. Yeah, favorite it's a tough show. one. It's a tough one. And and then and, and that's and where we didn't talk about it ahead of time, so you're totally on the spot. Yeah, yeah. no, well, I, two things. Uh, uh, it's probably Hootie and the some, Blowfish. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Or> Sting. <laughs> is it Sting? <laughs> hey, better not. Better be not Sting. Be Fuck Sting. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's not Sting and it's not Hootie. You fucking love Sting. Uh, uh, but I tell you, you know, funny story. So uh, some of the guys that I spend a lot of time with when we're, like, uh, hunting or fishing or, or spending time together outdoors, what we'll say is, like, all right, you're on an island and you got five bands. That's it. What five are you bringing? You know, and so, uh, you know, on my island, you know, it's it's Tom Petty would be on my island. Led Zeppelin's on my island. Uh, and we, we have a hard time struggling. Like, in, you, all of us can get to three or four, and then we start kind of arguing. Like, oh, is it Pink Floyd? Yeah, no, like big catalog, nah, you know, but not every mood. And then some of the new bands, is it Pearl Jam? No, it's Nirvana. And so you kind of go back and forth. Those are all, you know, either bands before our generation or then during right. our generation. Right. Yeah. So we can't quite settle on five. <laughs> I love it. I do. That that's actually a great game and I want to start playing that with yeah. my friends. <laughs> yeah. But no, you just mentioned Tom Petty. And that's one of those guys I've never seen. Oh. And I'm always a big person like if you like a band, even if you like a song and you'd love to see it live, go yeah. see him because you yeah. never know. And that's one of those where like out of the blue all of a sudden Tom Petty was gone and I never saw him. Yeah. And he's got so many good songs. So many. Good oh, songs. and I mean, the one that I always like to bring up is um, "My Guitar Gently Weeps." Oh, okay. It was Tom Petty and Prince, and it had George at the Rock Harrison's and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah, 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 absolutely, like song, a, but, yeah, it was absolutely amazing. And 
I, mean, I didn't know Prince was such a good guitar player. I mean, absolutely. I knew he would play guitar, but he was no. a guitar And player. I've said that, I remember someone asked, I was at a meeting for work, you know, and someone mentioned they play guitar, and the guy asked, well, who are your top five guitar players? And, you know, and you know the Jimi Hendrix, and, and yeah. you mentioned everyone from, like, the 60s, and the guy's like, no one from nowadays? You yeah. know, or, yeah. or more recently, I said, what about Prince? I mean, that guy, and, like, until I saw the Super Bowl show, that's right. And then that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm like, holy crap, that dude wails on the guitar. Yeah. I mean, he did it all. Wrote the lyrics, could sing, played the guitar. Played all the instruments usually. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. And not to mention, could dance his ass off. <laughs> <laughs> He's just this little skinny dude, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was like 5'4". <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> Him and Tom Cruise could battle it out. Yeah. Tom Cruise. <laughs> so... What about, uh, you know, you mentioned going to... How about my first show? Absolutely. I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. What is it? So my first show was John Mellencamp. Okay. And was, uh, he, wait, wait, was he John Cougar Mellencamp? Yeah, no, I think he was John, John Cougar. John Cougar. I don't even know if he was John <laughs> Cougar Mellencamp. But uh, so uh, my dad takes the whole family. So my sister, I got an older sister, four years older than my mom. And... Uh, and now as an adult, right, and then have my family I own, you can appreciate like what a big trip that was. And dad takes all four kids. Absolutely. And he says, oh, we're going main floor. But I'm nine or ten years old. Right. And if anybody, that listeners that have been to a show, when, you know, main floor is not exactly a perfect spot for a nine or ten-year-old because you, you can't see any of it. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. But we had, you know, all sorts of drama at the show. Uh, there was a, a, a couple guys that puked like massive puke gets kicked out of the show and they got to bring in like uh, uh, sawdust or what do they throw over the puke oh this is disgusting and then then people in front were standing up on their chairs to see right so then you know my dad with his family and he probably paid you know whatever it was a lot of money at the time for him and and so his kids can't see you can't see anything my his my, i'm sure my mom's like what do you we can't see anything i can't see anything so i i you know we Tore a guy down and and uh, remember my dad telling the guy to sit down and he had a little pocket knife saying sit down you know <laughs> uh, so it was it was it was an interesting Mike Maxley threatened and so it was it was so, but then on the way home right so you know this is you know for, for the listeners you know and back in the eighties your car would break down quite a bit so Sorry, gonna, where did you see this at. <laughs> So we saw it at Cobo Hall. Oh, Cobo Hall. Wow. Cobo Hall. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we're driving home. So now whatever, it's you know, 11 or 11, 30, 12 o'clock, you're driving home. And we break down on 696. Again, right? Pre-cell phones, everybody. So what do we do? So my dad takes a family of four, and we're like, we're walking to the next exit. So we're, you know, midnight, walking to the exit, and it was uh, at 696 and uh, Telegraph. Or no, 696 in Orchard Lake Road. And there's okay. a diner that's sitting right there. It's still there, actually. A diner. It might have turned into a get. I think it's still a diner. And uh, so we, 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 you know, go in and my dad calls his brother, who lives in Northville. So yeah, I'm thinking, you know, in today's world, like, you get a call from your brother at midnight, you know, to pick up his family because <laughs> they broke down on the side on of the, the road. Landline. <laughs> on the landline. You think people are dead. You think they're going to jail. <laughs> hey, can you pick me up? It's your brother. You know, <laughs> And they, hey, brother, can you pick me up? Yeah. No, by the way, I got my whole family. You have a whole family. <laughs> and, and you got to drive us back to Brighton, and then he's got to go back to Northville. So, uh, you know, it was just a, just a, a complete experience that only kids in the 80s and 90s. That's, would, that's would an awesome memory, by the way. You know, I'm, 
<clears throat> the fact that you did, re- I mean, yeah, you're nine or ten. I think I remember a lot of things before college, <laughs> before I started <laughs> drinking. But yeah. yeah, that's a good memory yeah. for you and your family. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely one you will never forget. No, no you can't but forget that, that. So that brings up another question, right? I know, I know you have, have a young son, right? Yeah, yeah, um, I got a ten-year-old. So have you taken him to any concerts yet? No, and yet. Uh, wow. and. and no, my wife and I still go to shows, and we've we've got some planned, and and uh, we're debating because the young the young kids are like a lot of uh, hip hop and, and and rap, and uh, it's not exactly the ideal concert because you know we're getting the clean versions of the song, but we know what the words are, and and, and uh, uh, so, news flash, yeah. so does he. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but I don't know, I don't know if. I, if, it's if, more awkward for you, yeah. believe me, well, than it is for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but, but by the way, Juice World's dead now, so we can't go right. to that show. And Extension is dead. So he does like Vance Joy. So actually, I, I, I I'm, actually, I, I'm a huge Vance Joy <laughs> yeah, fan. Yeah. And he's actually from Australia. He's right? Australian. He hasn't yeah. been on tour. But I thought Vance Joy would be a good. That would be a good, that'd be a good intro for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny you mentioned that. He likes the weekend, but you actually listen to the weekend. You're like, mm-hmm, I don't know about that. Either. He's going to be banging jerks. <laughs> yeah, <out. laughs> so like, oh, we're in trouble. Uh, we're that's in trouble. funny you say that because, so I, I mean, I've taken my kids to shows since they were like five and six, right? Yeah. Um, my young or my middle daughter took her to the Jonas Brothers at five. Okay, yeah, but that's, see, that's, that's, that's pretty dance, sterile, yeah. right? But then, and I mentioned this before, this last February in 2022, actually, I took him to Tyler the Creator. Okay, and I mean, like, like I said, I mean, my son's got a picture of him smoking a joint and pancakes <laughs> in his room, but he's 16, right? Yeah, so yeah. Really good. But I took him to that, and it's like, like you said, I mean. Rap now is like totally different than what I used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, very different. To, you yeah, know, yeah. like just on my playlist the other day, I was listening to. Uh, do you remember Boogie Down Production? Oh yeah, 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 for KRS sure. KRS One, KRS One, great rapper. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, my philosophy, but it's like totally different than today. Yeah, right. you know, it's not all hoes and bitches back then, <laughs> but it kind of you know whatever. Well, there was a lot more lyrics I felt like back back. In yeah, old yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you know the one. I remember we we had a poll out there of bands we would have liked to have seen yeah, before right. they kind of a member passed yeah. and I think you answered for the Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys, yeah. And keeping in that same vein of like our kids, right? I would put you know we're driving, and if it's my car, yeah, it's my music. Okay, that's good. That's good. Role. That's <laughs> you good. know, and I've always had the philosophy of. You know, and if it's your car, I'll listen to your music. Yeah, that's the way sure. that you... And you learn new music. Right, that that's the yeah. way you share music, you yeah, know, like, yeah. and, and everything else. But every single time the Beastie Boys would come on, oh, my God, can you turn this off? I'd hear that from <laughs> oh, my geez. middle daughter, Kennedy, every time. They, they, this is awful. Well, then, like, two years later, right, I walk up into her bedroom... There's a picture of the Beastie Boys on the wall. I'm like, when the hell did this happen? It became cool. All of a it's sudden. like all of a sudden, like she's the biggest fan, knows every single lyric. I'm like, whatever, you know. It's like yeah, so funny, yeah. like how the, you know, this the tastes change and everything else. That is true time. too. The taste kind of changes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like for you, Neil. Like when you were growing up, I mean. Do you I'm sure Tommy uh, made you listen oh, to some. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But some besides type of music. Rooster, by yeah. Alice oh, James Rooster. Yeah, that was the one song that he <laughs> jammed that freaking song. 
which was good. But no, he uh, going on to the Beastie Boys uh, realm, but License to Ill. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen eighty six. Which is kind of wild. Yeah, I think we all listened to that album. Yeah, or that tape. And it was a tape. And by <laughs> the way, I hated Fight for Your Rights Party. Yeah, that was like yeah. the worst. Song I still ever. don't listen to it. No, yeah, 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 and they play it on like one hundred one one all like, the time. Like that, you're going to so sing a Beastie Boys song, and you're going to play Fight for Your Rights. Uh, whatever. Song. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Beastie Boys for sure. I mean, he. <laughs> it was funny. We had a <clears throat> good friend down the street growing up in Brighton named. Well, I don't want to name him, but uh, he was a big, like, Smiths, Morrissey fan. Oh, okay. okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we used to always listen to a bunch of Smiths, a bunch of Morrissey. R.E.M., I think we touched on R.E.M. I went to an R.E.M. show one time. Yeah. Did you? Where I played Gamble, another team of ours. Yeah. Actually, where at? At the Palace. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw R.E.M. at Pine Knob with Wilco opening up oh, for him. Okay. Uh, oh, no. it, it was okay. I, you know, it was okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, that was when, like... Uh, I think there was Green, R.E.M. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a, I mean, I thought, great album. I, I, I love R.E.M. R.E.M. is probably one of my favorite bands. So it's on your island. <clears throat> it's on your island. Oh, definitely. Michael so Stipe. Who else is on your island? R.E.M. Never, I thought. I'm right. And you don't like Aerosmith, but you take R.E.M. I'm can, taking Aerosmith over R.E.M. Well, on my I can, island. I can do without Aerosmith. <laughs> now, nowadays, I, I might take R.E.M. over Aerosmith. <laughs> oh, okay. Loving an elevator? Come on, what a terrible song. <laughs> It looks like a light. I mean, come on. I mean, those are just terrible songs. At least. Um, but yeah, R.E.M. I guess Morrissey. I mean, I've, Morrissey's on your island. Yeah, I think okay. so. And I know there's a lot of haters. So you're more of a new wave guy. Yeah, like I like that. I mean, that's well. The question was, you know, like <clears throat> growing up. I mean, there was R.E.M. The Smiths yeah, first, yeah. and then of course Morrissey, and then, gosh. Gotta go Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love the Lumineers. That's a more recent group. Recent yeah. group, yeah. So that's four. And then I think we... Yeah, <laughs> now it's, it's we're, we're travel with five. Dave Matthews, but Wilco. Come on, Wilco. And then, of course, The National. I don't know if you've ever heard of The National. Yeah, we have, yeah of course I have, yeah. The National probably would be there before. Wilco, so no but. classic rock bands, though, So on your island. Probably not. No, I mean, no Zeppelin. Huh? I would say Led Zeppelin is probably my favorite, or the Who. Because on your island, you get the whole catalog. Yeah. <laughs> you get the whole catalog. <laughs> that, well, that's why it's nice to you know, like even like Nirvana, right? Their catalog's not huge. That's right. You know, they really only have. I mean, if you count Bleach, right? Their first one's about like three full albums, and then the one that everyone really knows is the Unplugged. Right. Yeah. You know, which is great because there's some good covers on that. Um, I think there's like five or six covers of that. Yeah, and, yeah. And that, um, covers are fun it, to see. Like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Like, do you have one of those? Like your your favorite cover, or maybe a couple that you've seen in concert? That yeah. Uh, well, so I got two uh, cover stories that, that that I remember well. Uh, one of them was uh, Kid Rock, and really? um, and I, so I went to one of his shows in, at Pine Knob, and, and not as a, a huge Kid Rock fan. So like, let's go to Kid Rock at Pine Knob. All right, it's a fun show. All right. I will preface totally. that yeah, with totally. you know what. Any concert at Pine Knob, 
That, that's how I feel. You, right. I and, mean, and by the way, it's a night it, out, especially we're old now. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you get a night out, you're kid free yeah. or whatever. Let's go to Pine Up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's playing? been Pine Does Up. It, does it matter? <laughs> doesn't matter. And it's been Pine Up. By the way, I've seen like James Taylor at Pine Up. It was a great show. Like, uh, you know, you just go. Which, by the way, sorry, Gordon Lightfoot just died. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've never seen Gordon Lightfoot. Neither have I. Um, Not sure when I poured beer out to him, but I know he died. Yeah, you yeah, love Canadians. <laughs> you love Canadians. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do too, but I mean, he really loves him. So, uh, <laughs> Gordon, Gordon, Life. but Kid Rock, so uh, he got on the piano and played Jamie Johnson's In Color and sang it and played the piano. And it was like incredible because it's, it's a pretty powerful song. If anybody knows Jamie Johnson's In Color, it's got a great story, you know. And, uh, and I'm like, my, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. And it really it gave me a greater appreciation for Kid Rock than I never had. You know, and then what was the second one? Yeah, well, well the second two. one was more fun. So I went to Bare Naked Ladies at Pine Knob. Well, be enough. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and they did the Spice Girls. I so like Canadians too. Cover cover song. So they did the Spice, and it was just it was funny. It was hilarious. It right. was it was popular at the time, and we just had a ball dancing right. to the Bare Naked Ladies doing the Spice Girls. You know, that's a hilarious. They're a trip. They're a trip. No, and that, I mean, I remember, Neil, I think last episode you were talking about going to the hard fast and bare naked ladies. It was Blues Traveler, Ben Harper. So I mean, Your brother like, Paul probably likes the Spice Girls, by the way. He probably does, because he is a fan of the female vocalists. So yeah. five of them together probably just blew his mind. <laughs> yeah. it was, did, did Paul go to the Little Fair? <laughs> you know what? Um, you know, that, that's funny you say that. And, you know, we were just talking about how, you know, um, hanging out with people and the different, you know, picking up different things in him. And that's one thing I picked up from him, you know, between um, kind of a lot of the female vocalists, which has never been my thing, but, you know, like I was exposed to I'm like, wow, a lot of them are really good, super powerful. And then the other thing was probably a lot of the, uh, I will say the, the modern, you know, the new wave type, right? yeah. like erasure. Yeah, yeah. Um, material, My sister loved material the issue, yeah. you know, stuff yeah. like that. So, yes. New um, Order. <laughs> new Order, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which actually, New Order, uh, the song in Train Spotting. Yeah. Um, you got me, you got me, you Couple um, good soundtracks there. Absolutely. And oh, Train, Train Spotting made two soundtracks yeah. to that, uh, that movie, and absolutely amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing movie. You don't see it here, but we have a poster over here for Train Spotting. It's definitely my favorite movie, but awesome soundtrack. It's got uh, Iggy Pop, Lost for Life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got Passenger by Iggy Pop, which is actually on the second uh, yes. soundtrack, right? Um, Mr. Lou Reed. Lou Reed, Perfect Day. It's got Blur on it. Absolutely phenomenal. So I would definitely check out that soundtrack if you get a chance uh, for Train Spotting. Um, I would say check out the movie as well. Um, I would say kind of dark comedy. <laughs> dark. <laughs> two thumbs up for sure but i will let you uh make your own decision on that it's a good movie (laughs) it is a danny boyle movie who has been a great director over the years so check it out and actually they have t2 train spotting 2 out as well which uh has the original cast from the first movie 20 years later which is amazing you can pull that i watched that for the first time over here one time when i was taking out or 
you guys went out of town and I was watching you guys' dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a good movie. Yeah. It was a good movie. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, actually, it was, uh, so Irvine Welsh writes the books, right? So okay. he wrote Train Spotting, and then he wrote a follow-up to Train Spotting called Porno. Okay. And it was like, you know, the original characters were trying to make a movie. Oh, really? Right? Okay. And uh, it, if you remember the end of Train Spotting, Begbie goes to jail and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then this movie, he ends up getting out of jail. Okay. And he realized that Renton actually was like the guy that kind of screwed him, you know, and all that. Right. So it's like him trying to get him, Renton on the run, trying to run. Uh, check it out. It's actually, it's a, it's a great sequel, and Danny Boyle did it. Okay. You know, so it's, it wasn't like someone else picked up his, uh, you know, ran his yeah. coat tail. I, so. I, I listened to uh, Ewan McGregor speak about that movie. He was getting an interview on Smartless, which, I, by the way, I thought it was on Smartless tonight, and then I realized I'm on Two Dudes and Killer Tunes. I yeah. I was a little disappointed. <laughs> I guess this is, this is all right for my first yeah. podcast. Well, like, I, like I said, yeah. we're more of the garage band yeah. type podcast here. Band. <laughs> you're lucky you're here. Yeah, <laughs> if nothing else, you get to hang out with two dudes that you haven't seen in 30 <laughs> years. But you know what? It'll be awesome to hang out with you again when we're 80, 30 yeah. years from now. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk about the Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know who and it is. Nice, nice little Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. I saw Willie Nelson live, which was well, still a great show. He's yeah. coming to Pine Knob. He's got like a whole festival. Coming. He just had it was ninetieth birthday. Yes, party. he had his ninetieth yeah, yeah. birthday, and he's, he's got a festival coming. Yeah. Like it's a Pine Knob. I summer. saw him at the Hill and had up with my dad. And, really? Uh, uh, my dad, my mom, my wife, and and one of my dad's friends and. It's a good show. Now the whole family's with them, you know. So his sons, Lucas, and yeah, is yeah. playing in the band, and and uh, they they still sound great. I mean, they really do. It's and he's, amazing. It's absolutely he keeps amazing. Touring so and he keeps playing. Yeah, that's awesome. He's got a great book too. If anybody reads uh, docu, you know, biographies or well, you know, it's really good. Willie Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Right so on. the one I thing it. I think you mentioned earlier is, uh, you know, we talked about like the mega shows, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. And the like, Comerica and Ford Field, which. I think me and you are kind of similar in this regard that I'd rather forego all that and see some of those other people at some of the smaller venues. Yeah. Um, what are some of your favorite venues, and do you have any of those kind of newer bands that you've kind of seen before they've made it big or some of those experiences? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'll step back, though, and uh, you said mega shows. And so for our generation, any listeners, so I saw in the Silverdome the Metallica Guns N' Roses show. Oh, shit. Yeah. Silverdome. Oh. This would have been like. That was that huge tour that they did together. And, you know, there was riots in Canada. You, oh, you, yeah. You yeah, yeah. There's yeah. riots in Canada. <laughs> yeah, well, James uh, Hetfield got burned or something. James Hetfield got burned. Yep. Axl Rose was showing up late. Yep, yep. So Weird. Uh, Metallica opens and just, I mean, jams. And I, and I wasn't at the time a huge Metallica fan, but it was it was awesome. And I, then. Not to cut you off, yeah. but. They're coming in, I think, like November. Of that are you going to that? Yeah, I haven't. I, haven't, I don't have tickets yet. Okay, they got a couple shows yeah. coming. I don't have any. By tickets the way, yet now either. it's no, you know you used to wait in line to get tickets. We talked about that yeah. last episode. Yeah. It'd be like two hundred people waiting in line yeah. for tickets, and, and it would now be like the best thing ever. Best thing ever. But now when you wait online in line, there, there's definitely a scam going on with Ticketmaster. And oh, you, yeah, because F- you're waiting in line, and even when you get early and you're th- there, and then you can't buy tickets, and then they're all gone, and then all of a sudden they're on the aftermarket, 
and then you're paying a 40 50 percent premium so yeah, there, there's definitely a problem with ticket sales absolutely but uh anyway so we were there at the metallic and it was it was it was awesome but then you know axel's always showing up late so we're uh, in in high school at the time so metallica goes they leave so the, the the stadium, you know, was was playing house music. So you're kind of having fun, your good time. They kept the the lines open and stuff, and you know maybe it was somebody was able to buy some drinks and stuff when we were, were young. But then the, the the camera would go around and they had a big screen. And they would go to the crowd, you know, and and people started cheering. So they'd go to maybe an attractive woman, and she she'd go on the camera and she'd be on the big screen. Hey. And so we're at Metallica and Gun Roses. So the type of People there, the females there, you know, they maybe they were less less uh, uh, nervous about displaying themselves, and so all of a sudden somebody would flash the, the camera, and and you know we're we're at the Silverdome, so was that sixty thousand people, and the crowd would go nuts. <laughs> so then the camera would go to the next attractive woman. So then all of a sudden she'd flash, and then the crowd would go nuts. And we're seventeen years old, going. <laughs> Oh my God! This is amazing. We don't this care. If, we don't care if Guns and Roses ever. Comes <laughs> right. out. Yeah. And Free then, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was amazing. And then finally, Axel shows up at midnight, and then they do rock. <laughs> but you know, and, and you talk about no communication. So you know, our parents, and I, I don't know, you know, who we stayed at and who was driving or where we did a sleepover, but we didn't get home till three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And you, nobody was able to call and say, hey, Axel doesn't show up till <laughs> yeah, midnight. Right. We right. won't be home till three or four. A quick text well, message. Of course, everyone's parents think you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what, I mean, today, what, what would that be like, you know? Or maybe your, your kid would probably be live streaming it so you'd know exactly what's happening. But I, I love that mystery of not knowing and you showed up. That's and, so funny. You mentioned that because we just talked about that last episode. We saw Guns N' Roses at the Palace. But it was just Axel, right? Yeah, and he had like a yeah, yeah, exactly. But he didn't show up till midnight and played like two yeah. fifteen in the morning. Same thing. You get home and it's like two thirty in the morning. It's like what the hell just happened? Come on, Axel! <laughs> right? God, he's that man could be so bigger if it well, wasn't for his yeah. ego. <laughs> well, and that was the thing. And me and my brother, you know, Paul, yeah. you know, Paul, we went to when they had the big relaunch, right? So Axel slash Duff yeah. at Ford Field and. Oh my God, absolutely killed it! Yeah, they're you know, my understanding band. was Axel, you know, was on his best behavior. You know, a lot of times these older guys, you know, as they get older, they yeah. they realize, you know, I was kind of a dick, <laughs> right? You know, maybe I just need to like give the people what they want. And then after they played the big, or you know, stadium tour, they did like the arena tour. So Guns N' Roses played uh, LCA, Little Caesars Arena oh, downtown. Okay. And actually, Smashing Pumpkins opened up. Really? Which I thought was like kind of a really cool mix of bands. Yeah, that's right. right. I didn't go to that one, but I I did talk to some people and said, you know, about as good as as they were at Ford Field. Slash's biography is a great book, by the way, if you get a chance to read that one. He is one, and I I find him very amazing. You know, as a person, you know. And then looking at what he's done with Guns N' Roses, Velvet Revolver. Yeah. Man, uh, that one song with uh, him and Scott Weiland. Somebody could verify, but I think he played guitar Falls for Michael Jackson and Beat It. Yeah, uh, it wasn't. I don't think it was for Beat It. I think okay. Eddie Van Halen played for Beat It. Okay, but you're right. Slash played for Michael Jackson. I forget the song. Okay, and Van and, Halen did. Okay, that makes and sense. And then that was one of the reasons why Axel got so fired up at 
slash. And that was one of the <laughs> things. Sure. It was. It's a whole thing. Look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Put, look it in your, put it in your Googler. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> so we'll <clears throat> we'll go back to the mega concert that you just yeah. talked about, and then there was a question of underlying question of some like a littler band or maybe a couple bands or that catch, yeah catching bands kind yeah. of like in the well, front end smaller shows and yeah. these venues like what is what is your favorite venue like that small one and <clears> catching people yeah. on the front end maybe favorite venue but we said catching a band uh, i have a sister that's four years older and she did catch nirvana at the blind pig in ann arbor which is amazing you know that, it, I mean, it, it's, it's a like, bar yeah yeah i mean it literally is a yeah, bar. yeah it's been there and i've been there it's it's, it's a great place to see up-and-comers but um so you know what I like uh, the Detroit Opera House. Have yeah. you ever seen a rock show there? It's amazing. Actually, I saw Rusted Root at the Opera House. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I saw David Gray there. It was, it okay, was cool. oh, David uh, you know, Gray. Yeah. David Gray's Gray. actually got a couple good songs. He's got some, <laughs> really good songs. but he's a great. You see him live, and it's pretty good. Yeah, um, and, that's and, a and huge I think the Fox, thing. Is no matter what, the seeing a live band like that, yeah. it says a lot. Like for me, like. I never know the name of an actual song. I never know the lyrics pretty much to any song. But to me, it's like all of the pieces of the band together. That's right. And, you know, it's the guitars, the drums. And the voice to me is just like another instrument. Yeah. And I kind of hum along. I'll sing along. And I never get them right. So, like, I I never actually sing, (laughs) you know, because it's, like, way too embarrassing for me. (laughs) (laughs) But, But speaking of the voice as an instrument... One of the favorite guys I like to see now as an adult is another Irish singerman. I know David Gray is another Irishman, but is Glenn Hanser. Okay. So you know, singer songwriter had a, a Grammy, an, uh, no, an Oscar award winning movie song uh, one once. For and, what um, movie? Uh, it was uh, once. Is the name of the movie? Oh, yeah. the once was the movie. Yeah. Okay. But he's an. And by the way, he looks kind of like you. Who, he, me? Yeah, Cal. He uh, looks like Cal. Yeah. I'm a good-looking guy. <laughs> he, yeah, looks Glenn, like he, must, he must be really good-looking. Yeah. But I've seen, <laughs> Glenn, I've, I've seen um, Glenn Hansard at uh, The Hill. I've seen him at, at, at The Fox. I've seen him in Royal Oak Music Theater. Okay. And, Royal Oak, awesome. I love yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, great, great venue. And I'm seeing Ben Harper there in October. Uh, by the way, today, I, I, I'm a runner, and I listened to Ben Harper, his new album, which is awesome and he, it, it, he was interviewed throughout the, the segment that i was listening to it was it was really good i'll have to check it out yeah yeah it's on apple music uh so we can find this podcast i'm hoping you know, someday <laughs> absolutely <It's on laughs> apple podcast yeah, yeah sure. see there we go uh so anyways glenn hansard is a guy that i love his voice so he came out he's an irish singer songwriter him and eddie vetter are really good friends they do uh the hana fest together all the time okay. eddie vetter goes to europe and tours with him nice and uh but he came out at Royal Oak Music and just sang part of his song, Akpal, just stood out in front in just his voice, and it was, like, captivating. It's like, oh, it's amazing, you know. So it's cool. So I brought that up uh, a couple episodes ago with Marcus Mumford. Yeah. Me and my wife, Emily, Similar style. saw yeah. him at Fox Theater. Okay. No, I'm sorry. It was Fillmore. Okay. It was a Fillmore. And he did the same thing. Uh, you know, it was all his solo stuff, but he played I Will Wait. Yeah. It was completely stripped out. No microphone, no amp, no nothing. Yeah. Just his voice and the guitar in that theater, which was amazing. That's right. Um, I mean, being on the floor and like you could hear it throughout the whole thing. I mean, those those old 
theater awesome. The acoustics are so good. The acoustics are amazing, and they're just beautiful to look at. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. so like in between the acts, mm-hmm. like you're looking around, and it's just amazing. Oh, I look at the Fox every time. You just look around, uh-huh. and you're looking at the room. Uh, seen several shows at uh, Michigan Theater in Ann Arbor. Yep. You know, and that's been renovated. Uh, looks looks great uh, for great music. I I went to Tracy Chapman with Clayton Campbell, our, our old teammate. You know, and then like. Was I a fan? But I was like, somebody said, hey, I got some, sure, I'll go. And it sounded great, you know. Yeah, well, absolutely. We actually just talked about yeah. Tracy Chapman with Paul. Yeah. Well, of course, Paul. Tracy Chapman. There's nothing wrong with Tracy Chapman. Between Fast Car, Talk About a Revolution. Uh, and and you see her live, and she's great absolutely. live. Oh, like, God. I would yeah. love to see her. Well, one thing I will, I will let you know about Paul. Yeah. He's a huge country music fan now. Okay, okay. Which I know. I, what about you, Ryan? No, so, the recent live show I saw last year. Well, one, year, besides wearing your Willie Nelson well, Willie, shirt. I've seen Willie. <laughs> All right. Um, that's, I've real, seen several, that's real country. I've, I've seen several country acts. I've seen several country acts at county fairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jackson County Fair, Fowlerville County Fair. There you go. And those are fun experiences. Yeah, totally. But uh, last year I saw Chris Stapleton live. Okay. Oh, Stapleton's good. Oh, where was that at? It was at Great Voice. Okay, great voice. I mean, amazing. And you think uh, mm-hmm. Chris Stapleton? He's a singer songwriter. Writes his music. Uh, he does do a cover. You know, Tennessee Whiskey is, wasn't isn't his song. And uh, but his it's it's like a rock concert. You 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 wouldn't think he's such a great guitar player that you don't appreciate hearing his songs on the radio. But live shows, Chris Stapleton is outstanding. Cool. And that's one thing I always say too is like sometimes you hear the radio version, you hear the album version, but you see it live, it's a totally different experience. Total different sound. You know, yeah. I mean, it, and there's so many bands like that. Yeah, for sure. Well, when you saw Grateful Dead, I mean, yeah. like, listen to their actual like recorded album and then go see them in concerts, like two totally different Totally experience. different experience. Absolutely. Yeah. So we mentioned, I think early, you said you had some concerts coming up. What do you got? Yeah, I got, uh, well, I don't know if my wife will listen for the full hour, but uh, I, surpri- I, sur- I surprised her uh, for her yeah. birthday. There you go. And we're going we're to see Glenn Hansard. Yeah, spoiler oh, okay. alert. Spoiler alert. There's, but there's no way she makes it through this hour. <laughs> uh, and we'll see Glenn, Glenn Hansard with the woman that. He did the album once with, which was the Oscar-winning album. And where is that? So we're going, and I haven't seen a show here, at Meyer Gardens in Grand Rapids. Oh, nice. Outdoor amphitheater, seats like 1,500. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. Should be a cool experience, yeah. So I think you lived in Grand Rapids, right? For a little bit of time, time. anyway. And I've never really been there until last March in 2022. We actually went to the Delta Plex. Oh, yeah. And saw Greta Greta Van Fleet. That's right. Absolutely amazing. Um, one of my friends is probably at that show because <laughs> he loves Greta Van Fleet and he goes a lot of the shows. There yeah, and I mean, one, it was like a, you know, I was expecting them to play like a Van Andel, right? A little more of arena, but yeah. I mean, you go in there and it's like almost like a high school gym. Yeah. You know, like seats on both sides, floor, stage. That I saw the Chili Peppers at Van Andel. Van yeah, Andel's really. a, good, a good place for, you know, it's smaller than the Palace. It's a good show and saw the Chili Peppers. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a big Chili Peppers fan. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, they're they've. I will say I've seen them live. They put on a good show. They give a great show. You yeah. know, so I appreciate it. I yeah. can appreciate almost anything. Yeah. Just not a huge fan. 
So I really like the Chili Peppers. Okay. I've been to three shows. Where? I was disappointed. Uh, so we saw them at Joe Lewis. Okay. Before it went down. Yeah, yeah. Saw them at the Palace and saw them at, uh, at, at Van Andel. Andel. Okay. But what I was shocked, because they're such pros, and Anthony Kiedis, you know, his mom is, lives in Grand Rapids. Yep. That's another great biography to read. And wasn't, I mean, Chad Smith is a... Chad Smith's from Michigan. He was He's from Metro Detroit. Boy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they came out. They did their hour and a half set. They did their two encores, and then they were out. And I thought, oh, they might, you know, do a Bruce Springsteen or a Pearl Jam where you're going to, like... I'm yeah, in my do like hometown. A, I'm going to keep I going. Do, a, do another. And they didn't. And they were like, gone. They're like, oh, you, you sounded great. It was awesome. The fans right. want more. Yeah. Boom, house lights come on. And you're like, oh, it's so, a bummer. A little disappointment. Disappointing. Yeah. yeah. I remember there was a time I went with my buddy Ichan to Rage Against the Machine. Oh. Which, one, I really liked them yeah. kind of, you know, early college yeah, coming yeah. out of high school type and then by the time me and him went I was I mean I, I don't want to say like an old fogey <laughs> but I was like just out of college and like main floor just wasn't my gig anymore. yeah you weren't ready for that <laughs> but I still like their songs of course yeah but they played like an hour and ten minutes that's it and then that was it I'm like is that what we paid for I mean yeah. you know yeah. what I mean yeah like and it's sometimes it's just so disappointing, and and then there's other times where you're just like, all of a sudden the band's playing like two and a half hours, right? And it's it's like they're feeling it. You, you can't get enough of it. You don't ever want it to end. You don't want it to end. Yeah. You know, which is funny because we talked about seeing Smashing Pumpkins, right? Okay. And then you know we went to Lumineers, and like Lumineers, I went through like their set list after they played like twenty three songs or something. And then I went and looked. I'm like, well, the Pumpkins played like eighteen. I'm like, man, I wish they would have played more. But then I started looking; their songs are a lot longer. Then I went back to like the nineties. Yeah, you know, and I really <laughs> went to the Pumpkins, saw them all the time, and I'm like. Jesus, they played like 12 songs. <laughs> right, right, you know, And then they would do like an encore, and sometimes yeah. they'd do a second encore. But even with that, by the time they're all said and done, they like 15, 16 songs. Yeah, over, yeah. You know? But then I started realizing some of their songs are like eight minutes long. Or, you right. Know, and it's a lot of that guitar and the feedback, which, you know, I was loving at the time. But, uh, you know, it's just so funny, like those experiences. But that. I will never forget, and I'll talk about each time he's on the show because we went to this fucking Rage Against the Machine. And they make their high energy, like hardcore. And I'm like, all right, hour and ten minutes, we're out of here. It's like, <laughs> you know, like everyone's just wanting more. Thank you, like, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like what the half is going on here. What happened? <laughs> so besides, uh, you know, the one you just mentioned, what anything else that you got going on? That's the only ticket that we have what about ones you want to go to there's got to be something out yeah there well you. so pearl jams touring they're not coming to michigan no shit yeah where's the nearest uh, chicago uh so a couple of my old uh, roommates from michigan state have already started planning nobody's bought tickets yet mm-hmm. but, but we've 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 kind of texted each other and that that would be uh sure i saw pearl jam at the palace and i, and I love it I, and you know they had their fight with Ticketmaster. they didn't come through michigan yeah. as much as i'd liked to scene because um, like Pearl Jam the station 22 on Sirius XM I listen to Pearl Jam mm-hmm. I, uh, all the time 
So I've seen Pearl Jam three times. Technically, I didn't really see him the first time because it was yeah, all Palooza, yeah. and you know, I was kind of yeah. passed out. Yeah. But I saw them at Chrysler in Ann Arbor. Oh yeah, that was really on. So that was yeah, that was yeah. really on. It was like the Versus tour, right? Yeah. And then we saw them. Remember Neil at Pine Knob? Yeah. Um, that one year. Well, didn't we see him like twice in one week? Well, we saw them. It was the four concerts in like six days, yeah. but they were one of those. They were one. Okay. Yeah. And I think they played two shows at Pine Knob. That okay, that's what it was. Which is funny because <laughs> the guy we're going to have on next next episode, yeah. another guy I haven't talked to in 30 years. Yeah. I went to my very first concert ever with him, which was Aerosmith. Okay. And, you know, I kind of reconnected with him and talking about shows or whatever. And he mentioned that he last year he went and saw Pearl Jam nine times oh, wow. in five different countries. But then he saw Glenn Hansard with Pro Jam then. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He saw that would be good. Yeah. Cool. He yeah, saw him in festivals like over in Sweden and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, hearing that they're coming, I didn't even realize that. So I'm super excited about that. I'd love to go to Chicago. Our buddy Hannigan, who's yeah. from that area, you know, he totally wants to go to that. So we can give him a call. <laughs> hey get us tickets we want to go there. what else you got coming up that you want to see so uh, don't have any shows coming up but you know i, I there, there there are bands I, i'd love to see uh david Byrne okay in american utopia you know so love, i would love to see that david Byrne of uh, talking heads talking heads yes and you know what's funny is never been a huge fan, yeah. but sometimes I'll hear like a live version of some of those old yeah. Talking Heads songs, and it's absolutely amazing. Watch "Stop Making Sense," and it's uh, like I think it's the anniversary this year, so they they remastered the movie. That okay? It's it is an incredible experience watching "Stop Making Sense," and do it you know, do it in your home theater with the sound and. It's, uh, it's, it's an awesome show. And then also on HBO ran, and Spike Lee directed it, they did American Utopia, which is a you know, modern version of the music, and that, that was an incredible experience. And talk about seeing something live, that you, you get a greater appreciation for David Byrne and Talking Heads you know, seeing those two movies. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. So this is kind of the part of the show where we dig into some of those shows yeah. coming up in that. Um, the one that I did see was actually Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top, which obviously we have yeah. a connection on ZZ Top coming up in Pine Knob in August, late August. And, and I just read something. I don't know if it's true, but I don't know if there's like any living members of Leonard Skinner. I think like one of the last ones died. <laughs> so, so who's Leonard Skinner today? <laughs> so pretty much it's just the former lead singer's brother. <laughs> Roddy Van Zandt's brother. <laughs> right? <laughs> but... Hence, they're opening up. Yeah, yeah. And then the one I know for sure that's coming up that Neil's got his eye on is Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah. Is there Canadian? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no one's looking forward to Nickelback. Nickel sack. Um, <laughs> I put that one on there just so yeah, I can make I appreciate, fun of it. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. <laughs> they're a good band. Yeah, <laughs> the offspring though. I, I, you have the offspring, my my roommate in college likes the offspring, so whenever so, they come on, I th- yeah, think of them. But I never loved them. But I 
I'm a closet offspring fan. That's so funny to say because, like, I am very open about hating the offspring. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, I hated them when they, and but I'm like, eh, they're all right. Well, it's funny to say it. So, right. offspring comes on, and my wife Emily and my daughter Kennedy are like. We love this. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, oh my god, I can't stand the offspring. And then, like, I actually listen to it. You know, like, And then one that you actually mentioned, you saw Kid Rock before. Yeah, yeah it seemed to. So I did this show at Pine Knob where you did uh, in color, and I saw him for his 40th birthday party in Ford Field. Okay, and that was, and it's kind of funny. We. Uh, uh, I thought we were being fancy. We got the VIP tickets, right? So you, you get a, a 40 jersey, a Lions jersey, 40. You had a private entrance, which really wasn't that private because the VIP pass was like 4,000 fans. You know, right, so, uh, right. I, as soon as I got there, I'm like, oh, I'm not that fancy as cool as I thought I was. Um, but you had good seats, and, and people showed up. You know, Cheryl Crow showed up, and they did picture together which was awesome I mean, that was that was a great experience anita baker came out and did a song uh, oh, peter wow. wolf from uh really yeah he came out and did a song wow. so so it was a, it was a great show i mean kid rock is an entertainer i mean if anybody he's definitely an if you like rock and roll he's not one of his shows. Sure. he's like definitely not my favorite guy and i even remember like being in middle school and like kid rock having mixtapes yeah. back then right so i remember this so uh i uh, two roommates from romulus at michigan state and uh kid rock came and played uh the ricks yeah, Rick's Cafe. Rick's Cafe yeah, yeah, yeah. at Michigan State on a Sunday night. And they're like, hey, let's go to the show. And it was right before he hit, and he was he was playing that the new music, not not just the pure uh, rap music. And I was like, it's Sunday night. I, you know, it's like a school night. I'm not going to see <laughs> Kid <laughs> Rock. I'm not going to listen to Yodeling in the Valley. Yodeling in the Valley? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is, and, uh, that's hilarious. they went. That's I, what I remember from yeah, the mixtape. Yeah, yeah. Yodeling in the Valley. So my roommates went, <laughs> and it was awesome because it was all bow with the bow. The bow. And, and they just... <laughs> He just blew the door. He had off. the little guy with him probably yes, at that the, point. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was it Joey uh, C? Joey right? C. Yeah, yeah. And just blew the doors off the place, oh, okay. and then and then <laughs> hit it big. You know, yeah, just yeah. thereafter. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my Romulus roommates. I should have went to see Kid Rock at, at Rick's. <laughs> so you didn't actually go. Didn't go because it's, it's Sunday night. Like, no, I'm not going to a concert on so, Sunday night. I can guarantee you one thing, Neil. Sunday night, if it was at UND, me and you would have gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sunday night, because we were definitely not going to class if it was on Monday. Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. You definitely would have gone at UND. Yeah, might as well. And then drink some beers. Yeah, yeah come on. But, so, but I do have a record uh, that, uh, that I should you know make you guys aware and all the listeners aware. So uh, I went to Jimmy Buffett. At Pine Knob. Okay, nice. And uh, me and uh, my roommate at Michigan State and, and friend Greg Locke, who played on our soccer team together, we had the longest Congo line <laughs> in Pine Knob history. <laughs> and, and for any listener that can discredit this, you, you can't. We had the longest line. So Jimmy Buffett's playing his songs, and we were young. We weren't even huge fans. And we started, so between you know, the pavilion and, and, and the grass, there's a huge, the huge walkway. Yeah, yeah. So we started doing a Congo, and then first it was ten people, then a hundred people, and then I don't know if it got to a thousand, but it felt like a thousand. Oh, and okay. we went, we went the full con, you know, the whole, whole Congress up 
and then down before security came and broke us up. Yeah, so that, there was thousands of people in the Congo line. It's the record out there today. Absolutely. Nobody's beaten that. We had the longest Congo line in Pine Knob history. Back. I back it. It is a Guinness World Record. Look it up in the Google. <laughs> Look it up. So I just got to have you ever met any of like the acts that you saw oh, or anything? Yeah. So I have not. Yeah. No. Because I, I never paid extra for the, you know. No, no, I just, yeah, even yeah. just by chance, like, I'm, I mean, well, I know, I was, Neil, you, yeah, so you was, happen to run into the dude from the Nash. Yeah, okay. that's what I was Do they still have backstage passes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you listen to the National with Taylor Swift? She's got the documentary? Actually, no. I I know. You, you'll you'll have a greater appreciation for Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh, I love Taylor, Taylor Swift. But but he he did that last album, yes. Folklore, with her mm-hmm. and recorded it and... Uh, I have not. I don't know. So uh, you, saw the, you saw the dude from the Nationals hanging out. I remember before yeah. we saw the, <clears throat> the the band from old ninety sevens before yeah. they were playing in the bar next door. So one time, me and my wife went to Mommy, Ohio. Yeah, to yeah. see Russell. They had a good soccer tournament right there. They do absolutely. We played a lot of soccer tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Mommy, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pace, that pace every setter, time we, we used to beat the shit out of pace setter. F you guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 You guys suck. We did beat a lot of the Ohio teams. <laughs> all, all the time. All the time. Classic at Cincinnati. We never won that one though. Well, but right. no, we went to Mommy, Ohio, to see Russell Root, and they were okay. they were playing this. It was a uh, a benefit concert for autism. Okay. And this was years ago, and it was actually out in front of a strip mall. Really? <laughs> Just they set up a stage. They had some opening acts. Then Rusty Roots come out, and we had we got a hotel room, and the hotel room was literally at the strip mall. So like we went up to our room, dropped our shit off. We're like, all right, let's go downstairs. You know, we'll go grab a smoke or whatever. Yeah. Elevator doors open up. And it's the lead singer of the group. <laughs> so I walk in. I'm like, hey, Michael, how you doing? Yeah, I shake sure. his hand, you know. And I'm like, hey, we actually just saw you a few months ago in Cincinnati at the Tav Theater. He's like, wow, that's a great theater, you know, awesome, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And, uh, you know, just a little small talk. You know, I didn't want to be a fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> and then doors open up. He leaves. And Emily looks at me and goes, do you work with that guy or something? No, that's actually the dude we're going to see play yeah, live yeah, yeah. in about ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was super funny, you know. And uh, but I do. I, I should say, say this story because you talk about meeting years. Well, so you know, my dad graduated high school. I think in 68, 67. So right, that the whole uh, British invasion and that mm-hmm. was you know rock and roll at its peak. But there's a great documentary for all the Detroit listeners about the Grandy Ballroom. Yeah, and, absolutely. And it, there's a book, and I've read the book, and the documentary is good. Louder, louder than life, or louder than I can't remember the name of it, but Led Zeppelin came through the Grandy Ballroom. The Who came through the Grandy Ballroom. I don't know it's if kind of like the stuff. Blind Pig back in the day. It, almost, it's, right? it's it's exactly like all the big bands, and so my dad's band, you know, as a high schooler was the kind of the house band they would kind of warm up and test the instruments help whoever was in town bringing the instruments so he's been on stage with jimmy page at the grandy ball that's insane you know and they were just 17 year old kids 18 year old kids so they didn't know you know where that trajectory where was going, going. Right? Yeah, absolutely but you know he had all those shows with my mom and my dad at 17 18 at the grandy ballroom 
you know, and that, that's a pretty cool experience, you know, to think about that. And when you read read the book and watch the documentary, it's like, wow, they had a lot so of great I, shows. I know we're kind of getting to the end yeah. here, but Ryan, was was there anything that you would want to share with us? I know you had some notes or like that you want to put on the podcast. I know there was something that you, you're like, oh, I have. And by the you, way, I've never seen on. a more prepared guest than Ryan Maxey, by the way. Oh, love The best ever. That's what I say. He, he, he's asking questions like, dude, it's just going to flow. And by the dude, way. It's just going to totally flow. <laughs> since we are a garage band yeah, type podcast, right. yeah. it can go two fucking hours. I don't really care, dude. <laughs> well, right? I I mean, it doesn't matter. I got some obligation. <laughs> <laughs> and your listeners will definitely not last two hours. <laughs> And my wife. We know your wife won't. For she sure. will not. Oh, yeah. No matter. So let's talk about those stories. Yeah, maybe like again for ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> no, you know. So but uh, something to you know. I saw the verb pipe. Like that was a big when we were in college. Absolutely. Yeah. Saw the were... Michigan Theater in Ann Arbor. That was that was a cool show. Had a girlfriend at the time. I remember this really specific. We had really good seats, like down low, and like a band manager came down. And and like asked her to go backstage with the band. She said, "Hey, should I go?" And I'm like, "No, absolutely not. <laughs> Please don't go. Do you not go? And I'm if like, you oh, go, I'll never ever God. see you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> This is incredible. Like, D-Hole is a big word <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They were good live. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, I was a hit there. song, but they were. Was, the, was it the freshman? Well, freshman right. was their hit. But, that was, but, no, that was, that was yeah. one I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, because they started at Michigan State. and yeah, right. Yeah, so, so I'm early enough, but, uh, but I remember that. I'm like, they're trying to take my girlfriend backstage. It's a little weird. Uh, sort of cool and weird at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Should be proud. Uh, U2 at Spartan Stadium. And I'm not even a huge U2 fan. No, I, I'll be honest. I can't stand U2. Billy Boyle but. loved the U2. Bill Boy, our, one of our but teammates back in the day. I do appreciate you two. You know what I mean? Like I mean, one of those live shows. You yeah, talk yeah. About, I, Like I, if if I had the opportunity to go to you two, I'd probably go. They wouldn't like island. say that I went. Yeah. you know what I mean. They're not yeah, in my no, second. No, Fuck, they are so far from my goddamn ways. island. Yeah. Not even funny, but yeah, I would see them. For Amazing sure. life. And so uh, remember this. So there was a there's a bar at Michigan State for uh, people. It was called Dooley's, and. Uh, it's not there anymore, and they, a lot of the college bands, so REM, U2, the early 80s college bands, would come through and play there. Mm-hmm. And so Sweet. Bono, on stage in the 2000s, thanked, you know, Mr. Dooley or whoever, you know. I, so, which is incredible, is like, did Bono remember that show? And think of the thousands of shows they've played. Right. And even if he didn't remember it, then this band manager, somebody remembered that they pit, played the college bar at Michigan State. Right. And at Spartan Stadium, he you know, thanks. It's awesome cool. because just last November I saw Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction opened up for oh, That'd be great. And one, that was like my perfect show. Seeing yeah, those yeah, two. Yeah. And I've only seen Jane's Addiction one time before then. And I went with my daughter Kennedy, so it was like super special. Super close. But it's funny you say how he like uh Bono paid tribute, yeah. right? So Perry Farrell's up on stage, and he's like, I remember there was a time when I was at St. Andrews, right, playing yeah. St. Andrews, and then went right in the Jane Says, because he says about, oh, you know, okay. in in the song, you know, and it was so awesome for that same thing, yeah. right, just like paying tribute back to like where he first started, like, shit. 30, it's amazing those guys remember goddamn it, 40 yeah. years yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. but they totally remember it, because, you know, 
to me, sometimes it's like those are the shows they probably really remember. Yeah. Because like those are the original fans, the people that first brought them up, and it was like right from St. Andrews, they probably went to like the next big thing, you know? Yeah. Like, they were probably already starting to get huge, but they already had commitment to St. Yeah. Andrews, you know, or whatever. That's where they start, or you know, Nirvana at Blind Pig. Or, I saw the Black or, Crows at so our first concert together. I, then I saw the Black Crows at St. Andrews. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Then I saw them at Fox too. But wow. Yeah, yeah. So I had three other shows. So. <clears throat> the one thing coming up, it just actually went on sale today, was Aerosmith's farewell tour. Right? Yeah, Which, I hate these farewell tours because they last forever. Right, they, they last forever. They'll probably be three. The Rolling more of Stones them. are eighty years no, old. Did you see farewell. who's opening up for them? No, the Black Crowes. No kidding. It's not right. Bob Seger. <laughs> he's been on his last two yeah he's on his last leg right yeah but no that for me it was like i went to aerosmith was my first concert ever and black crows yeah. is the reason i went to my second one i'm like oh my god this is like the perfect storm if i was 15 again you're 15 um i know you guys asked like who would you would you want to see like you know yeah, that absolutely. are around anymore um so if i don't know if you guys watched the martin scorsese documentary the last waltz Absolutely. the band yep yep, yep. like, band. like to, to be at that show or to see those like that would be and the band so my dad remembers the band came through detroit probably a few times but, but they didn't come back a lot because they came into town and they got all their equipment stolen so they said my dad was like the band never came back through because they got all their stuff stolen. <laughs> yeah I'm, like, I'm not gonna play can't here. imagine that happening yeah. and then talking heads as a band i'd like to see them you know talking yeah. heads would be sweet like i said i mean Never like a huge fan. You always know their songs. Yeah. But when they when I started hearing their live songs on on the radio, that like was a whole different thing. And then actually, David Byrne sang, I believe, at the Oscars this year. Okay. For a song for uh, with you know everything, everything. Yeah, that's right. He did do a song there. And he yeah. actually had the hot dog fingers when he was oh, singing okay. it. Did he really? Yeah, yeah, he did. And he was always a weird guy. Oh, know? very creative dude. He, he, he was at the Met Gala just like a week ago, okay. and, he, and, he, and he rode his bicycle because he doesn't have a car. He bicycle, bikes around. <laughs> yeah, just, I love a true artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other one coming up this year is Les Claypool. Okay. So I saw. I think he's playing actually at the Masonic, and I've never it's been. Good. Oh, Masonic! I've never cool been to Masonic yeah. ever. Yeah. Like I said, me neither. I know we talked yeah. about that, and it's almost like blasphemy for being a Detroit person yeah. and having right. this cool. podcast. Cool right. I've never been the Masonic, and I've seen Les Claypool with you with Oysterhead, mm -hmm. and then I saw him with Shaq, with Primus, in like Ann Arbor, but yeah. like I don't remember a thing of that show. Primus, by the way, uh, you watch their live shows like on YouTube now. It, I, I have a greater appreciation for Primus than, right. than I ever had. Yeah. 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 And we saw him. Same here. Yeah. I saw him at uh, La Plaza also okay. for Primus. I think it was at Milan when I saw Allison Chains with Lane Staley. But I, it's a total appreciation because, one, he plays a 12-string bass, which is, like, amazing. Yeah. You know. And then, you know what? Like, the, it's a three-piece band. And the guitar player is actually a very strong guitar player, but he's so overshadowed by Les Clay's Les Claypool's yeah. bass. But I do. I have a total more appreciation for them. But he's coming. And well, I you was, know what I would like to see, because you talked about it, is Royal Blood 
Have you, if you I have heard of Royal Blood. It, it's I've a two-man band. Is it really? With just a bass. Really? And drums. Yeah. So, Royal Blood. Check them out. Howard Stern did a great interview with Royal that's Blood. That's funny that you yeah. say that, because I've heard Royal Blood, like yeah. songs on the radio or whatever, and they, two guys they opened much noise. up for someone <laughs> that I thought noise. I saw. Yeah. And so two-person bands, there's not many of them out. No. Like, first of all, it's tough to be a three-person <laughs> yeah, band, right? right? right. Um, so there's no leak. There's no guitar. He's playing the bass. Right. So two-person band, I mean, so we got Royal Blood. Kind of like the White Stripes. White Stripes. Yeah. Um, there's... Uh, Come on, help me out. I don't know where you go. Gold, right, on, gold on the ceiling. There's oh, the black keys. Black keys. Yeah. But like John said before last episode, like when they're <laughs> live, they'll bring a lot of other musicians yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. Um, the other one is uh, Twenty One Pilots. Oh, really? There's only two people: drums, drums and bass. Same thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't see that too often. No, not know? very often. No. You know, the other show that I actually had was Arctic Monkeys. I'd like to see them live. Yeah, yeah. and you know what? Is that Pine Knob? Yeah. I'm going to challenge you right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I want to go to a show with you because well, yeah, it's been we forever. We haven't talked to yeah, we did. for yeah. 30 years or whatever. Yeah. And actually, what actually piqued my interest is you seem to be a Ben Harper fan. Oh, yeah. if I'd go to that show. Well, I got two tickets. I'm offering you the second ticket right now. Okay. If you want to go, it's October. It's, to it's October. It's October. It's Anybody? like Wednesday night. Okay. But F it, right? We'll figure it out. Well, maybe it's out. around my birthday, so we'll go. Which yeah. when's your birthday? October 9th. I want to say it's like the 4th. So we'll okay, call, there we we call go. your birthday well, show. I'll, I'll get the so pass to go. Me and you are going to Ben Harper. We haven't been to a show yeah. in 30 plus years. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Where's I mean, he playing at? Uh, Royal Oak Music Theater. Oh, perfect. perfect oh, absolutely venues. perfect venue. Yeah. yeah. And that's the last place I saw where me and my wife went. And, I mean, believe me, she's not a Ben <laughs> fan. But, you know what? She loves me, so she went with me, which I appreciate. So, Ben Harper, I just learned on my run this morning, which is kind of ironic, the symmetry that we're having here. So, on my run this morning, listened to his, and it was an interview and live album and all this. So, his family owned a music store yes. in for 65 years they still own it his son runs it now and so that's how he learned to play every his, instrument his son i believe from laura Dern. that's right that's yes right. he was used to he was yeah. married to laura Dern for and, a long uh, time that's how he learned to play every instrument. and his and first guitar was the you know this sit down so, guitar yes the sit down guitar which he used to work at that music store yeah he did and he actually would make his own guitars okay so like those sit down guitars, he would make himself. I believe it. And for me, like that is Ben Harper at his finest. Yeah, the yeah. sit down, just jamming out. Um, his new album is a tribute to a friend that he lost, and then his dad that he lost, and it was it's it's really good. Absolutely, and, so, and it, it kind of rocks. It, so I like haven't it. heard that yet. Yeah. So I'm very interested in that, yeah. and definitely want to listen to it before we go to the yeah. show. For yeah. sure. <laughs> um, we got a date now. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. you're locked in. Locked you don't have in. a choice now. <laughs> if not, then I'll find someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. I but think, now I think you're locked in. You're yeah, yeah. you're you're locked into this podcast. You're locked in. <laughs> so I one, might even go. I think ah. this might have been my favorite episode ever. Okay, gotcha. um, like, yeah. it's early on. No, but only because I haven't seen you in like 30 years. That's right. Like, I remember right. we were like best friends forever. I go, Neil, like, you used to know Ryan back when you were in high school. So, 
looked up to you, Ryan. I love. I love that I can see you thirty years later. That's right. That's awesome. Well, you know, you have uh, sports are great because you have these communal bonds with people. Absolutely, and uh, it's a great experience. and, And that's funny how you say that, but it's like. I literally haven't talked to you in 30 years. And like you told me earlier on, like, your wife's like, how good do you know this guy? They go, we used to have sleepovers in eighth grade, but yeah, I haven't talked to him in 30 years. But, but we show up like, here today, and it's like we haven't missed a yeah, beat. Yeah, yeah. And there's no, I'm sleeping on your floor in front of the couch. No problem. And you knew Neil from, you know, he was yeah. a freshman. You were, well, we were disappointed because Neil moved, and Neil was one of the better young players. Yeah, so, yeah, like, oh, absolutely. We would have won. If yeah, we, won. we went to the state but, semis, and then, and then Neil moved, and then we lost. It's Neil's no, fault. Did you guys lose? <laughs> totally did, did you guys lose in the finals? No, we lost in the regional finals. Regional finals. But okay. it was a big upset. The grand blank. The grand blank. Yeah, you guys. Well, that's funny. Cranked like, because then <clears throat> Neil was like a junior in high school when he came to U of D, like on a on a, an official visit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he stayed with us. <laughs> okay, yeah. And like at U of D and. And it was funny because we went to a party and stuff, and like Neil was literally on his best behavior. Sure, you know he didn't drink at all. And I I screwed up before. It was the Fab Five book that he literally read the whole book while he stayed with us for the weekend. (laughs) Didn't drink when we went to a frat party. I dipped a bunch. He dipped a bunch. Like what the fuck, dude? Like what's wrong with you? I know they're teed off and you're like, dude, you want to do it? Like I got busted shortly before I came here. I'm like, well, okay. Well, that makes sense then. Okay, but relax. Yeah. And it was right. funny because he ended up coming back in yeah. you know his freshman year, yeah. played with us at U D and you know, obviously played with you. Yeah, after you guys I were even the again. best hosts. I mean Oh dude. Didn't even for they're like, Do you want a beer? I'm like, No. They're like, Okay, cool. Yeah. Well dude, like, you know what? I will say I don't know. Understand- usually they would press you on a recruiting no, trip. Yeah. No, and, but that was they, the whole thing, is like I never understood that. Didn't. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Do it was you want a beer? In a way. Right. Yeah. yeah. Never never understood that. Yeah. Do you want a beer? No. Okay, cool. But yeah. you want to hang out? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. You know, that's your gig. Whatever you want to do. I never understood that whole hazing bullshit. Oh, drink, mm-hmm. pussy. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you guys are totally cool. We hung out. <laughs> no, hung out. And East then Neil squad. shows up his freshman year, and he ended up living with Pickles. I was Jeff. And, I mean, we just had the yeah. best time, and we've been hanging out ever since. Yeah, so was, so when this thing happened, you know, I... I I mean, I I mentioned earlier on, like, I used to keep track of all my shows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, I would write down who I went with, the venue, like, little clips, yeah, you know. That's good, yeah. And I was going to write a book. Okay. And I'm like, well, fuck, that's never going to happen. Yeah, well, so that is, shit out for no it, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, right. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I put, like, a post on LinkedIn yeah. about concerts, and then all of a sudden, I, the juices started flowing. I'm like, I could do a podcast, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, Neil, you want to do this? He's like... Well, yeah, sure. I don't know if I got the time, but yeah. And then all of a sudden, here we are. You're episode four, and it's like the best thing. You know, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, Yeah, we appreciate you. I'm super happy that you're here. Uh, Good to be here. Super happy that we reconnected. Yeah, uh, and And now we're going to a show together. No, right. right. And it's all about music too. You know, like no, that's the the amazing thing about right. And that's what connects everyone. Music connects everyone first of all, and then live shows specifically really connect. It's an experience Mm -hmm. that it's a bond, just like a sports team. And that's why when I was first like thinking about who I could have on, I'm like, well, I remember going with Maxi to my second show (laughs) ever. I want to have him on. And I remember my friend, well, when did you talk to him last? I'm like, 30 years ago. It doesn't matter. I guarantee you'll come. Yeah. Find, the perfect thing is, is like nowadays you have a way to get in touch with people. Right. Like, yeah. 
where like 30 years ago would have been like i don't know where is he at you might have lived 15 yeah. minutes away and it was like you might as well live in africa <laughs> yeah right. you had no idea where you were right. yeah. i fucking love that you reached out to yeah. ryan and then our other guests and we're and that's the best part about it. it. That's the yeah, best it part is. about it. And you know what? Like I, I made a joke with the Garage Band of Podcast, but it's fun. It's that's, like the that's whole point, right? <laughs> yeah. you know? And uh, yeah, you you, know what? didn't you make fun of us? It was just, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, but no, it's it's, uh, it's been an absolute blast having you on the show. Yeah, and I wouldn't have wanted anyone else, you know, on the show. And I figured we couldn't end it with anything better than the Black Crows because that's where we first started out seeing our first show with. Great live band, too, by the way. 100%. And I will say. Small venues. I will will say great live band now, but when we saw them, they struggled a bit. They did. Well, the brothers were probably fighting. They hated each each other. They hated each other. But no, thanks I'm super glad you showed up. Thanks for everything. Yeah. Good night, fellas. Thanks a lot.